Welcome to the Your Message Received podcast. And now, taking your message to the finish line, your host, John Duffin. Hey folks, John Duffin here, Duffin Media. Welcome back to another episode of Your Message Received. Your Message Received is the home to help you find your best, truest, most authentic business voice. So yeah, get what you want, find what you need. All that stuff will happen just from listening to the show. I know that's a big list of promises, but we'll see. Uh, the guests today will certainly get you there. And in the meantime, before we begin, make sure that you keep checking us out, liking, sharing, commenting, finding us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and a whole bunch of other places. Tell everyone you know. Tell your folks, tell your family, tell your, just show up, right? And I get the chance today to interview. So it was my first interview that I got to do um, when I launched the platform basically a year ago. There's a lot that I can say about this gentleman and the twist that I get to bring, that I get to bring on. Finally, uh, the queen the queen of all of this, the queen of the prom, the queen of everything. So folks, welcome to Corey and Elaine Disson. It is great to have you both here. Yay, let me adjust my crown, hang on. Oh, please. <laughs> and by the way, that's not nearly a big enough crown for what you get to do. Dude, I agree. <laughs> right? So, Corey, as I said, we know in regards to you, not just being a marketing business coach, not just being a motivator, a mentor, a branding and social media specialist, a voiceover authority, and the undisputed heavyweight champion of content, founder of the Go Get It platform, and I didn't make any of that up, by the way. Just like it was written by someone in, in marketing. <laughs> A very, very accomplished writer came up with all of those things, folks. And we are almost global today. So we are doing this courtesy of Mission Viejo, California, right? by way of South Boston, Virginia, yeah. by way of Philadelphia and surrounding suburbs, probably launching somewhere in Northeast Philadelphia. And to begin. No doubt. Everything, right? And Elaine is the crown queen of all of this. None of this really goes without it, right? Absolutely. It's great to have you. Thanks for having us here, man. This is, uh, we like to say we live now in Mission VA. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, so we enjoy it so much. So before we launched just a couple of minutes ago, I was glomming for an invite. And so the fact of the matter is they live in one of the coolest places in the world and a place that just does my heart good, which is very near Laguna Beach, California. And as I said, I just, my knees buckle to that. And we will get to why that matters and that sort of a journey. I'm happy about all of that. But first, and Corey, Elaine, you take whatever I, I said, they're, you know, jump in wherever you see fit. I guess my first question is, with all of this being said, how have things changed for you just based upon the geography? What's it like for you now? I mean, I'll, I'll start and Elaine can, mm -hmm. can fill in the places where I missed him. And mm -hmm. if I 
speak for her, then you can reiterate. If what it gets I said. too long, when right? I'll just cut him off and start. Go ahead. I mean, Thank this, you. this, this, Elaine, for me too, by the way. All right. <laughs> this has been a total transformation, a mm -hmm. total dose of the best medicine you could think of from being only whatever, 10 minutes from mm -hmm. the beach to having access to a beautiful pool and hot tub and living in a gated community and the ice blue sky weather every day and having our youngest live at home while he's playing ball and we live two miles from where his field is. I mean, where, I mean, what's, what's wrong with that picture? Nothing. Nothing. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's crazy. And Elaine told me, I remember having this conversation and literally it was like, how long did it take you to get adjusted? Elaine, tell me again, how long did you say? About two hours. See? It was crazy because when we decided to do this move, I felt like I was coming home. Like I said to Corey, I've never been to California. I don't know anything about it. I said, but I feel like I'm going to where we belong. Oh and it's God. been happy days ever since, like, honestly. Uh, right. And that just makes me <laughs> it's happy. It's crazy. Right. So before then, you had taken a big leap, but I'll get to that in a moment. What I was going to say is this. What One of the things I think about is, so folks, you heard the very lengthy, very documented title for Corey Disson, who handles a bunch of different things. It would be really tough if you're on social media to not be aware of what's going on with Corey. Between every social media platform and Corey is my marketing coach my voiceover marketing coach this all began i'll share at a burger king somewhere <laughs> near king of prussia on route 202 <laughs> yeah. that's right true story yeah yeah so there's something really wrong with this when you're talking about 10 minutes from the beach and the mountain <laughs> and pool and we were having the most disgusto coffee oh, um oh. it was brutal but it set the table for a lot. And that, to me, is all made it worth it. So you have to know, Corey, just in the sense of the social media platforms, the, the, the programs, the podcasts, the website, the branding. One of the things I'm curious about, just with logistics. So Corey hosts a program every Monday called Discipline. And that's Discipline with two S's. That's and right. so, right? And so it goes 8.30 a.m. my time. Eastern time. So, which means the one minor trade-off would be that you're starting this program when for you, Corey? It goes live at 5.30 a.m. Pacific. Okay. So there's a difference, right? Okay. Here's one of the things I'm curious about. So this program has been in play for now it's approaching a year. So I can remember a conversation that I had with my marketing coach with Corey. And he was saying to me uh, roughly about this time last year, talking about there's I've got the, I've got this idea I'm going to launch this in January I've already got 52 weeks in my head planned do you remember that conversation totally yeah because it was around this time I was getting all that stuff together and I started mm -hmm. to promote it because mm -hmm. I launched it the first week of January right so talk to me in terms of the planning part and the execution so how did you see this program going and has it evolved the way that you've thought? Well, I mean, look, the, the, the whole intention of discipline, mm -hmm. I saw that there was an opportunity to communicate each week with my social media network mm -hmm. and do so in such a way that it was, I kept thinking like an alarm clock. 
Mm-hmm. How do you start off your week on the right foot and be fired up? Mm-hmm. And what could I do? What could I say? What information could I convey that would be valuable, that would keep people coming back week after week? And what was worth repeating week after week? Mm-hmm. So I noticed there was there are a few things that I figured I'm not going to everyone talks like about the sexy things, the award shows, the fancy equipment, the uh, relationship with uh, uh, a celebrity coach or whatever it is. There's uh, there's all types of content relating to that. I want to bite his face off in a second. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait. And I want to hear. But go ahead. Finish your thought, Corey. Then we... He's so cute. I can't even. <laughs> I wanted to do the opposite, to talk about the things that weren't sexy, that were boring, that were undervalued and overlooked. Mm-hmm. Things like, you know, waking up early, eating mm-hmm. right. You know, drinking your water, reading out of a book, not mm-hmm. just off some social media page, you know, uh, documenting, writing things down. And then I would also want to give one little tip each week. So I knew at the end of the year, I'd have over 50 tips that folks could use. And I called them building blocks you could stack mm-hmm. and attack to achieve your mm-hmm. goals. And that's what I committed to. I mapped out all 52 of them in, a head, in advance. Mm-hmm. So I knew what this the show coming up Monday, next Monday, November the 1st which is a significant day. Um, Mm -hmm. I knew what that show was going to be this time last year because I planned it out in advance. Mm -hmm. So So that's kind of how I set it up. Right. So I hear planning and vision, but the grunt work too, which is is great. That that focusing on the unsexy part. um, Everything he does is sexy. Let's not use that unsexy word. I was going to say that was right. I feel the same way. Let's be clear, folks. I got you. (laughs) But I want you to do me a favor for the benefit of the audience. What is the what is the specialness of November the first? Big Daddy's birthday. I just said you were going to take two. Uh huh. Uh huh. So right. So maybe. Folks that are all listening, one of the one of the best gifts that you could get this person is first off to tune into that program, and we'll plug the hell out of that several times. But if you're on the East Coast, it's a lot more palatable. Eight thirty feels so much better than the five thirty part. But there are folks on the West Coast here, of course. Oh, is Grant Patricio one of the money chats? One of them. How about that? How about that? So, all right, here's the the beautiful part of it is this. If when you describe that now, that sense of the un, you know, the unpretty part of the business and, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing, did you know that that was going to work? Did you know that was going to fly? I didn't know it was going to work, but I knew I would make it work. Why did did you feel compelled to tell that story? Because that's what's worked for me. Number mm-hmm. one. I tell people all the time, I wasn't a 4.0 student. I didn't graduate as a valedictorian. I wasn't a Rhodes Scholar. I didn't even get a scholarship to college. I mean, I ham and egged it all the way. I've gotten everywhere I've gotten in my career by working my tail off and Mm -hmm. doing the things that other people weren't willing to do Um, and doing them. And I'm real good with rinse and repeat. Everything, if you give me a system, I'll mm-hmm. rinse and I'll be the best damn rinser and repeater you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. And I'll take that and become more and more efficient. Mm-hmm. And I'm just driven. I mean, look, here's the reality, John. California's expensive. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm determined to outwork 
everyone. And because people are paying me to teach them how to outwork everyone. Mm -hmm. And if I can't lead by example, how the hell can I, you know, uh, put my head at the pillow at the end of the day and and in good conscience Mm -hmm. and say, you got to do it this way if I'm not doing it the same way. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. Hey, Corey, would you mind at this point, that seems to be, especially when you talk about what you weren't, is it okay that we share for a moment what you've been, which to me... um, is a spectacular story for a guy that wants to talk about it. I didn't have a degree and I didn't do this. And da, 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 da. But what you have done is you've led marketing companies for roughly 30 something years. Almost 30 years. I, yeah. was, uh, I ran a national production company mm-hmm. from uh, May of 1993 to July of 2020. Can we yeah. also focus on the automotive uh, gifts big, that big you've focus. had? But automotive, furniture, yep. casino, live events, those are our four big verticals. Mm-hmm. And we did on the average six to 700 projects a month. A month. A month. Mm-hmm. A month. And that was, that was anything from full-blown TV commercials to radio spots to voiceovers to infomercials, um, you know, web videos, e-learning, mm-hmm. everything you could think of. We did hundreds and hundreds of projects a month. I had relationships with advertising agencies uh-huh. and marketing companies all over the world. Built that company from two mm-hmm. people to a dozen. We had our own, you know, uh, 5,000 square foot production studio with 13 editing bays. And it was a good story. But as long as I worked there, I knew that that was, there was no place else for me to go there. Mm-hmm. And with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, us becoming empty nesters with my youngest going mm-hmm. off to college it was time for a change and I channeled my energies into my consulting business and, you know, fast forward, here we are. Here we are indeed. Now, he's only had one job. Corey's no, only in different things. <laughs> but this is the thing. I think the consistency, look, after all of this time, two people that are accustomed to success, that as you talked about, the verticals, the number of projects per month, the the longevity in a really tough field, you had all of that. And then you still feel, in spite of the fact that you say California is expensive, you still feel that you're doing the ham and egger, rinse and repeater, uh, follow-upper part after all of these years and took the show on the road. Talk to me about that. That, to me, is one of the coolest parts about all this. This involves both of you. So it's really easy. Look, I've lived in Philadelphia all my life, and I've never reloaded. So I want to hear this part of the story especially, and I want to share this with my viewers. You have to build a business, build a brand, establish credibility, and then pick up and move. So we'll get you to do it. Well, it's, it's a very simple answer with a longer mm-hmm. explanation. The simple okay. answer is, is we go where my youngest son goes because he's mm-hmm. a collegiate baseball player mm-hmm. and he's also a major league baseball draft prospect. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've never missed a game that, uh, leading up to that point. Mm-hmm. You know, all through Little League, middle school, high school, travel ball. We traveled all over the country. I've flown. It's like you know, planes, trains, and automobiles mm-hmm. for his baseball. It's something we wrapped our social life around it. That was yep. our vacations. Yep. That's what we did. And, and we enjoyed it. And when he had the opportunity to uh, get a scholarship to go to the University of Richmond, 
Mm-hmm. We were not going to drive through uh, Baltimore and D.C. on I-95 from Philadelphia to Richmond for hours on end. We would be miserable. So we said, you know what? We're going to pack up and move to some little podunk town in southern Virginia. That way we're a little bit closer. We can avoid I-95. And, and we did that. We moved to South Boston, Virginia, a little speck of a speck of a speck <laughs> of a town. Mm-hmm. Um, literally Mayberry incarnate. I mean, it's, yeah. uh, you know, we lived in small town America and we were two hours away from him, which was great. It came in very mm-hmm. handy, but thank goodness, you know, I had this consulting business that I was ramping up, you know, leading up to this point because mm-hmm. we knew he was going to Richmond after his sophomore year of high school. So I had two, it was on the clock for two years to get this thing ramped up. And at the time we moved, you know, I told the owner of the uh, production company, hey, man, I'm uh, taking my talents to South Boston and uh, I'll be happy to continue to run the ship for you from there. Keep in mind, this was right in the heat of COVID where everybody uh-huh. from home anyway. <laughs> and uh, that didn't go over too well. So, uh, you know, uh-huh. I was shown the door and I ran out the door um, and haven't looked back since. And other than coming out here, you know, uh, two, two and a half months ago, mm. that was right up there with one of the best decisions I ever made. I gotcha. Now, let me ask you, I'm always curious about this. Elaine, Corey, either, both. How do you navigate? Look, you've got two cats, right? I mean, and so how do you navigate in terms of like the decision-making process and balancing the fact that you're showing love to an entire family. How are you able to do that and then also pull off the reload? How do you make it work? We send my oldest money. Oh. <laughs> well, okay. we do quite a bit of that, but yeah. look, the other he's piece married. of this is he's married now, but yeah. you know, the, there's something that I'm a proponent of and I teach my clients this and I preach mm-hmm. it a lot. It's called QTL, quality time left. Mm-hmm. You know, I spent many days, mm. weeks, hours, 18 hour days. My wife mm-hmm. can tell you, you know, working at the studio, getting spots done and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I was determined I was not going to do that forever. So in addition to being uh, having a uh, being proximate to our youngest to watch him play ball. Right. I knew that I wanted to have a job that I could um I could schedule my job around my family time and not my family time around my job. Mm-hmm. And this, what I'm doing now accomplishes precisely that. I wake up every morning mm-hmm. and here's my coffee buddy. Every morning we have coffee. Oh my God. In the afternoon, we want to have a sandwich. Mm-hmm. That's who I'm having a sandwich with. Or some sexy mm-hmm. time. Or, some, or, some sexy or time. a nooner. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, God yeah. bless, you know. Uh, and then dinner, we have dinner at the, the table every night as a family. You know, I see my son, my youngest is home now living with mm-hmm. us instead of in a dorm room, which is right. wonderful. It's all about, you know, we're, we're partners, mm-hmm. you know, we're teammates. Yeah. We're husband and wife, mm-hmm. we're boyfriend and girlfriend, oh. uh, but you know, beyond that, we're, we're teammates and that's, that's what this is mm-hmm. all about. You know, we do things as a team. I don't get mm-hmm. these couples that don't do it that way this is how we roll and we're kind of like bonnie and clyde out there you know it's like if my oldest wasn't so grounded and had a really good relationship with his wife and got married yeah Yeah. i don't know that it would have been as easy for me 
Okay. Like I feel, you know, following mm -hmm. one and leaving the other one, but he's in his thirties and he's married. He's got a, mm -hmm. you know, he's doing, and he's going to come and see us, you know, when he saw us when we were in Virginia, but he's just he's grounded. He's got a great relationship. And I don't know, you know, if, if that wasn't all going on, I would have had to mm -hmm. kidnap him and he would have had to come with me. <laughs> but here's what I love about that. But you just still gone. And that's to me. <laughs> oh, I'm still coming. <laughs> I'm still going. I called Elaine the secret weapon. So here's what I was going to say. I'll throw myself under a bus in a really brief version of the story. I'll, I'll never forget. I get a phone call um, from Corey. Oh, I'm going to have my wife Elaine do a little bit more in regards to the company. Here's my immediate knee-jerk reaction, which is awful. Now it's on tape, which oh. was, oh, you're not dumping me off, are you, Corey? Because <laughs> fast forward to, where's Elaine? How's Elaine? Where's that? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, 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 Corey. Great, great, great. What's Elaine say? Um, so, Elaine, how have you been able to, your partners, as Corey said, were partners, whether husband and wife, boyfriend and girlfriend, but, but how do you see this in terms of the evolution? How has this been for you, not just from the I love my life and I love the pool and I love the beach, because who doesn't? But I was going to say for you in regards from the business sense and the business model, is it making you happy? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't do, you know, I'm, I don't do many important things. You know, I, you know, I love talking to people. You voice over towns get me all the time. I love it. Oh, modest thing. And so creative and all you artsy people out there, <laughs> you know, it's fun. I do my birthday calls. I sing happy yeah. birthday to people. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, that's one I'm of like the your cheerleader. Things. I'm like your big cheerleader behind the scenes. In a business that can be tough in a business where you're playing the long game and in a business where not every audition goes your way to say the least a cheerleader is invaluable that ain't pollyanna that Aww, thank you, sense man. of singing a birthday song or making somebody feel good for me personally for me what you do for me is the sense that I don't feel like doing this or I don't feel like doing that grunt work. And so there's a couple of different tactics. Uh, Corey, how would you describe Elaine's approach in overall in terms of getting things done? Well, like I said, I you know, I coined the term told you about secret weapon. She's my uh -huh. secret uh -huh. weapon. Uh -huh. I've never been anywhere with my wife, whether it's uh, in jeans and boots, walking on broken peanut shells in a bar. <gasps> the written house. Uh, <laughs> or dressed to the nines at some mm. swanky five-star joint right. where it hasn't been the star mm -hmm. of everyone there. For a minute. <laughs> right. And, you know, my wife is a South Philly Italian mom. Yes. She likes to take care of people, period. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to have... Elaine, call on a client to say happy birthday mm -hmm. or, hey, a reminder mm -hmm. when it's your next session. Often, that's probably the reason why the phone gets dialed. Mm -hmm. But often, because my wife is very, let's just say, loquacious. There's a 10-cent word for you. Boom. She'd like to talk. Cock you know. When she gets on the phone with someone, inevitably that rapport is being built and, mm -hmm. you know, there's a friendship that develops. And, the relationship is as much with my wife as it is with me. Mm -hmm. It's a family mm -hmm. thing. I tell everybody when you when you jump on board to go get it express, you mm -hmm. are joining a family. Yeah. That's how we treat it. You're we take this stuff seriously. We don't take it for granted. It's not like you're mm -hmm. just some client. 
occupying space in an appointment book. Mm -hmm. We take it real serious. We, you know, we make calls with people are sick or, you know, mm -hmm. good things. If, you know, there's a wedding or mm -hmm. whatever it is, we're keeping in touch because that's, it's relationships. We're in the relationship business and we like to have good relationships with people. You know what I mean? And, and she's the master at that. She's I, better at it than I am. No, I'm not. <laughs> I was going to say, I, she's a, she's a pro. Absolutely a pro. Elaine, how would you describe Corey's style? of conducting business hmm. communication hmm. style elaine how would you corey's communication style how would you describe that that's what i want to ask corey's an in-your-face guy like really he tells it like it is he gets you know it takes him a long time to get there because he can be a little long-winded sometimes but he just he's all in your face telling you you know he'll pat you on the back and kick you in the ass at the same time <laughs> oh i know um, <laughs> oh i know <laughs> But I never. But the family part, I love that for both. Of you. I really get that. I feel that, folks. That's when I learned. Like we've had, we've broken bread uh, way more than once. And 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 to me, it's the relationship part that makes the business go. Um, I find for both of you, like I said, that, that, that some of the things I think about is that you're able to stay consistent in spite of the really significant change and to me the the consistency in the message the consistency in the platforms and the consistency in the attitude uh got a couple questions i want to ask you that i'm asking all of my guests now and i'm always curious as how it's going to go it's only four questions okay take a turn both answer well, don't care just want your point of view <laughs> right Right. Oh, no, 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 no. No, it's like, hey, look, in terms of communication and speaking, who inspires you, particularly when you hear them speak or present? Shit. You can answer that first if you want. Who inspires, like when they speak? Yeah, and you're like, oh like, my God, that's great. to listen to? Yeah. Barack Obama? Okay. Good. <laughs> he caught my, he, catch, he catches my attention every time I see him. See? There you go. And that's what I meant, that you get it. And is it, oh, wow. Corey, how about you? Oh, boy. Me. Well, <laughs> I was I was going to say that's my initial answer. I love it. That, uh, when it's, She's like mm -hmm. E.F. Hutton. You know, mm -hmm. when she talks, everybody listens. Right. Um, but as far as a, a compelling speaker, mm -hmm. I mean, I've spent my lifetime uh, servicing people with very um, unique voices. Mm -hmm. I spent a lifetime doing that mm -hmm. and I've, I've been lucky to be around some pretty important folks and folks that capture my attention. Um, but as far, you, you were looking for like a celebrity or no, no, no. That's exactly why I didn't say celebrity who yeah, inspired, like literally it's who inspires you when they speak. I mean, honestly, I mean, this is going to be, uh, how can I say when any when either of my kids say anything? Love it. Uh, God, I like a bad mom. I didn't know they were especially an when they say something that shows that they've learned. Not they don't say, "Hey, Dad, I just learned this," but I can tell that they've listened. That they listened mm. to their old man for once, <laughs> and they're starting to mature. Um, I get a kick out of when either one of them, you know, is that gives a witty response to because mm -hmm. you know, let's face it, between the two of us, they're cursed. They're going to have a potty mouth and they're going to say, <laughs> be loud. And 
Um, but I always take a certain bit of pride when they have a, a, a snappy comeback or a win. Nice. Fork. Nice. But that matters. As you said, you've been privy to a lot of voices, both of you. That's great. And they're great answers. I picked Obama. You picked the kids. That's I And both, <laughs> both equally. Oh, what a fucking year. <laughs> both, both equally cool. Now, in, now I'll push it back to the, the both of you, which is simply this. Describe a time when you have felt great conveying your thoughts. Corey has had more public platforms in regards to podcasts and shows and what have you. But Elaine, you communicate all the time. So the question is simply this. Describe a time that you recall where you felt great after you conveyed your thoughts a certain way. What, did, what was it like? It was good. I mean, I'm thinking when we were in South Boston. Okay. And it was just, you know... It was COVID and I was sad and we moved. And after mm -hmm. I talked to Corey about it and maybe cried a little bit, I felt better. Is that what we're talking about? Is that right? That's that's a cool okay. example. Yeah. yeah. And I felt good. <laughs> was that okay? That's it works great for me. Yeah. Is works it absolutely. Answer answer now? Sure. Don't say anything stupid. I'm not going to say anything. You're not going to say it about the kids either. Don't no. Pick them. <laughs> Here, here's what I'll say. Mm -hmm. um, the very first time I did a social media video. Mm-hmm. The very first time, the very first one. Oh my which, God. Looking back at it now, it's pathetic. Mm -hmm. mm, like, and I'm I sure it's like, not. Oh my God, that was me. It was just right. awful. But when I did that for the first mm -hmm. time as an experiment, mm -hmm. keep in mind, this is be well before I decided to turn into a business and teach other people how to do it. Right. The very first time I tried it, I put my toe in the water and I, I, mm -hmm. I released the Kraken and got it out. <laughs> and when I saw how it resonated with people mm. and the response that I got, I was like, what am I doing? Wow. I do this more often. And that, that was a, uh, that was kind of a, a, a moment, a keystone moment right mm -hmm. there that says, Hey, this is, this is something I got to turn it into something. Do you remember when that was? That was in the spring of 2018. Do you remember the topic? It was some voiceover. It was giving about voiceover demos, like mm -hmm. what should be in a voiceover demo. I'm pretty nice. sure that's what it was. Yeah. And it was it was terrible. I should find it and send it to you. Oh, please, yeah. <laughs> but the fact that which leads me to the next question, which is you're you were able to easily pick apart that. But I would say now that you've had a hell of a lot more of experience and stuff like that, what would you like to improve upon? in terms of the way that you speak and you communicate? How would you like to improve? Well, I have maybe a not so orthodox answer to your question. Okay. Uh, I want to improve my communication by committing to writing a book. Nice. I'm not going to change the way I talk. No. If anything, I'm probably going to become more belligerent than I am <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I'm, I'm <laughs> relentlessly trying to to uh, get folks' attention and to mm -hmm. splash that cold water on them, and I'm not yeah. afraid to get the backlash that comes with that. Right. But I, you know, I've been tinkering around with the idea of writing a book. I have, I do have a working title. I have chapters mm -hmm. written out. I just haven't flushed the whole thing out yet. Mm -hmm. And I think if I, that's the missing piece for me. If I write that book, that's going to be a big thing. <laughs> So, by the way, you're also a mind reader because here was the last question. Get out of here. No, 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 wait. Here's the last question. Literally, this is it, which is 
what's what's it, it ties to the message what's something that you wanted to convey something that you dream about something you haven't done that you really want to do and would you I, I be willing to say it out loud and would you really say it out loud tonight <laughs> you went through his notes well yeah well, i want to write that book like i said i do have a story to tell and mm -hmm. i'm, I'm going i know i'm going to tell it in a not so traditional way go figure um i'm excited but, uh, it's coming the, i just don't know when i gotta i have to try to you know set the time to do mm -hmm. it uh it's important to me but it hasn't become so important that i haven't made it a mission yet <clears throat> obviously we're still recovering from the big move and getting my son sure. settled and all that yep. stuff. And he, all, mm -hmm. he also has some things mm -hmm. brewing in his mm -hmm. collegiate and uh, athletic career that require a lot of our attention. So I'm trying to make sure prioritizing that's all. So if based upon what you've experienced, both of you as well too, and you've taken a lot of risks especially in a relatively short period of time. I'm not going to ask you, would you do it? You've already answered that. The only thing I would ask you at this point is, what advice would you give for somebody that is on the fence in regards to trying something new or taking these big quantum leaps? What would you suggest they do in order to actualize it? Do it. Just fucking do it. You only live once. Mm -hmm. Do your thing. You know what? When we moved here, if it didn't work out, we could have went back. You know what I mean? If it didn't work mm -hmm. out in Virginia, yep. we could have went back to Pennsylvania. I mean, you yep. know. You know, complacency kills, number mm. one. Mm. And you get one at bat in this life. Mm. And and I know people and I've met mm. a lot of people that allow life to happen to them. Mm. And I'll be damned if I'm going to let mm. it happen to me. I'm going to call the shots. Mm. I'm going to do what I want to do. And I, I, you know, I, I promised my wife when I met her and when we got married, I was going to show her a different a way, way to live. live. Yeah. Oh. And I'm, I feel I have a, an obligation and a duty. As, to, and he does. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure to fulfill right. that, not just today, but tomorrow and, and keep making it better as we go. We're not done yet. Mm -hmm. But you know, John, I would have never pictured that if somebody would have asked me, you know, 40, 50 years, 40 years ago, you know, yeah. where I would be like mm -hmm. when I was in my fifties, I would have never thought California. Right. Right. Really where you move two blocks away mm -hmm. from your family and you stayed there forever. Maybe you ventured to Northeast Philly or Southwest Philly. Yep. So first it was, you know, I, I meet this handsome guy in a club and we get mm -hmm. married. We moved to Pottstown. Mm -hmm. My family said, that's an hour away. They mm -hmm. said, how could you? Then we moved to Virginia right. and they kind of, they were like, all right, go ahead. You know, I guess you can go come back and forth. And now we're in California. I said, look, you know, I'm not getting any younger, you know, oh. so we were just, but you know, I, I don't, I would have never thought that this for my life back in the day uh, when I was younger. See, this to me was really the reason I wanted you both on, not just from a personal push and all that stuff. I want people to hear that. I think the nuts and bolts and the communication, I think that's great and it's critical. It's how dreams become true. But I think it's really important to know that there's a fear factor that you both push past and a determination that to me uh, speaks volumes. And that's why things get done. So when this team says, go get it, <laughs> they're more than, they're clearly more than talk in this case. 
So, right, you went and got it. And so, and you're not done, as you're saying. That's the most exciting part. So, folks, as you are listening, CoreyDissing.com is just one place to find the undisputed heavyweight champ of contest. Just Google Corey Disson. If you can't find stuff about me after doing that, I haven't been doing my job well. <laughs> Don't Google Elaine Disson. God only knows what's out there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I'm totally doing it. Elaine, I'm totally doing it after the, after we break. Corey, Elaine Disson, I love you both to death. Uh, you make me happy in general, but you also make me more determined and that, to me, is probably the best gift. I am over the moon grateful. I thank you both for showing up today. God, I love you. Love you, I too. Love you. We love you, buddy. We appreciate oh my God. you having us on. Right back. Anything we can do to help you, you know that. And I do know that. That's the best part. <laughs> it's a killer message. I love you both. And, folks, you've just heard another episode of Your Message Received. Again, you will find me, find us, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and a bunch of other places. Lastly... Keep this date in mind, November the 10th. Speaking of your message received, I will be doing a live training to help you find your business voice. There will be a link in the podcast that you can register. It's a free training, so take advantage of it. It's November the 10th at 2 p.m., and I welcome all of you there, and I welcome all of you here. Thanks so much for tuning in. We are going to keep pushing the content in the best of ways and allowing you to find your best, most authentic business voice. John Duffin, Duffin Media. What am I doing, Corey? Going to get it. Go get it. I'm running. I'm running my voiceovers to the finish. Oh, you're doing um, <laughs> you're like, Corey, you got it wrong. I'm sorry. And I, that's all right. That's all right. All right, all right. We'll, we'll work that all out in editing. <laughs> and I will continue to run your voiceovers to the finish. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great day all thanks for tuning in we'll talk soon bye-bye and now making its way across the finish line your message received has been a production of duffin media